Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So by the Democrats' own rules, Joe Biden must, must be impeached. Must. This is not open for dispute. You like the new rules you laid down, Democrats? You want to impeach over quid pro quos and phone calls? Well, we'll take your standard and again, hmm, give it right back to you there. Tough guy. You must impeach Joe Biden by your own standards. I want to see the Democrats spin this devastating story about Joe Biden trying to cut a scandalous deal with the Afghan president, telling him to lie in exchange for air support. The very definition of a quid pro quo. I want to hear the Democrats spin as to now why Joe Biden shouldn't be impeached for a charge they made up against Donald Trump, but is real right now. I'd like to hear that. I'm sure you would, too. Disgusting filth on the left right now. Filth. Filth. That's who's running this country right now. Hey, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You don't like big tech spying on you? Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. We got that, including a devastating new study for the mass cult. Not that that will make a difference at all. The mass cult is a religion now. They worship the mask. They chant when they see someone in the mask. They genuflect when they see someone in the mask. Not that this will change your opinion at all. You will jam your kid's face in a mask regardless of what happens. I understand that. But data for the same people will put it out there so you can make sensible decisions. Again, this is not for liberals. The mask is a cult for you. It is a religious symbol. I understand that. But for the same people, we've got that. Hey, a few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that, private. Well, what changed? Well, the internet changed. Think about everything you've searched for online, browsed, watched, tweeted, whatever. Now imagine all that data being collected, crawled through and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record, your record. Having your private life exposed, that was the kind of thing celebrities and famous people only worry about. Now it's everyone. Everyone's a public figure now, whether you like it or not. I keep my data private when I go online. You know how I do it? Well, you know how I do it because I talk about it all the time. I use a VPN from ExpressVPN. You know, there are hundreds of data brokers out there. Their only business is buying and selling your data. The worst part is they don't even have to tell you who they're selling it to or even get your consent. One of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP address to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, my connection, it gets rerouted through an encrypted server and my IP address is masked. Every time I turn ExpressVPN on, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. Makes it extremely difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. And the best part is how easy ExpressVPN is to use. No matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, smart TV, all you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. So if you believe your data is your business like I do, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Express vpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. Big show, loaded show today. A lot of elements. I was driving poor Gee and Joe nuts this morning with all the elements coming over. <laughs> but that's okay. That's what we do. We're committed to excellence on this show all the time. We're not going to bring you second-rate garbage. Before we start off today, because the Democrats um, and uh, some of the filth occupying the radical far left, destroying this country slowly but surely. They're infatuated with lies. They lie, lie, lie all the time. And lying is the hallmark of the socialist and the communist. They need lies to make you believe the dystopia they're shoving down your throat is actually some heaven-like utopia. Solzhenitsyn, who witnessed firsthand the destruction the communists brought on the Soviet Union and Russian Empire, right? Solzhenitsyn had a quote about this, attributed to Solzhenitsyn. You never know if they really said it or not. I didn't hear it personally. But this quote, I mentioned it the other day on my radio show. This is what Solzhenitsyn said about the lying socialist communists in charge now. Because they're the same people. He says, we know they are lying. They know they are lying. 
they know, we know they are lying. We know, they know, we know they are lying. But they're still lying. Amen, Solzhenitsyn. By the way, his book, The First Circle, and the Gulag Archipelago are must-read books if you want to hear about the real horrors of socialism that are coming to the United States right now. Incredible, incredible books. Must-reads. Talks about the prisons, how they stack the prisons so tight. Everybody sleeping on the cold concrete floor with no clothes, blankets, nothing. Would all have to turn over at the same time because they were packed in there like sardines, freezing to death. Those are your buddies, the socialists, for all you leftists out there. More lies from Joe Biden, a disgraceful human being. Um, really, this guy occupying the White House must go, must be impeached immediately. Get every one of your Republican members on the record right now with impeachment. There's no, listen, no more cutesy time. Oh, let me swing districts. No more of that. This man is a disaster. He got Americans killed. He is a disgraceful liar. What happened? Well, remember when the Democrats impeached Donald Trump? They impeached Donald Trump because he was on the phone with the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, at the time. And Donald Trump knew about extensive corruption in Ukraine by the Biden family. So he asked the Ukrainian president about this corruption. And military aid came up later, not conditioned on any of that stuff. And the Democrats said that was a quid pro quo, something for something. It was an illicit exchange. It was a huge scandal. Donald Trump demanding investigations into Ukrainian corruption in exchange for missiles. That's not actually what happened on the call. It was totally discredited and debunked. But the Democrats said these quid pro quos in foreign policy, these are impeachable offenses. Okay, impeach Biden. Reuters, there's Reuters, by the way, Reuters, left-leaning outlet, exclusive. Before the Afghan collapse, Biden pressed uh, Ashraf Ghani, the Afghan president, to change the perception of what was going on on the ground. Oh, the verdict is in. Sounds like Joe Biden's in a little bit of trouble. Just kidding. The media doesn't care at all. So what happened? Well, we have a real quid pro quo here. Joe Biden demanded something in exchange from something else. And the something he demanded was a lie. He asked Ghani to lie about the military situation on the ground in exchange for air support. Here it is right here. Read it and weep. How do you like those apples? Again, Democrats, why aren't you demanding impeachment? Because you're fake, phony, phony, filthy frauds. That's why. Here, quote from the Reuters piece. In the phone call, Joe Biden offered aid if Ghani could publicly project that he had a plan to control the spiraling situation in Afghanistan. Quote, we will continue to provide close air support if we know what the plan is, Biden said. Days before the call, the U.S. carried out airstrikes to support Afghan security forces, a move the Taliban said was in violation of the Doha peace agreement. Folks, Joe Biden knew the situation in Afghanistan was out of control. He knew the country was about to fall. He was begging the Afghan president to say otherwise and lie to the entire world community. He said, if you do lie, maybe we'll go out there and give you some air support to keep your country uh, running effectively and maybe keep, maybe keep the Taliban out of Kabul. How is Joe Biden not impeached for this? Please, can you explain to me, Democrats, if you have any set of principles left? Any? Oh, that's right. That's right. It's, uh, that was... That was at the voice of, uh, was that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? No, that was the voice of crickets. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. They say nothing. They say nothing. Biden tells the president of Afghanistan to lie. And if you lie about the situation on the ground, we may save you. If not, double-barreled, middle finger, you're out of here. Folks, Donald Trump was impeached for an allegation a thousand times less severe than this. An allegation that turned out to be untrue. Yet Joe Biden gets caught. Reuters reports it. They're not even a, a, a credible, in, in some cases, at least with conservatives, journalism outlet. They're a left-leaning outlet. Reuters reports the transcript of the phone call being clear as day. I want you to lie about the security situation on the ground, which could have gotten and has, which got some of our people killed. 13 service members could have gotten a lot more people killed. Lying to them about the stability of the country. Oh, no, everything's fine, Americans. Stay there. No problem. Wink and a nod. The president's lying for us. And 13 people died. How is this man not impeached? Please explain to me. You have no principles. You can't explain to me. I know you have no principles. As Solzhenitsyn said, you know you have no principles. You know we know you have no principles. And you know we know that you know you have no principles. We get that. 
But you do it anyway because your entire life is a lie. I'm, I'm, listen, we're coming out firing all cylinders today because I'm tired. Of, cutesy time is over with these idiots. All right, let me get to more here. Um, so Joe Biden, again, this epic failure, grotesque human being sitting in the White House, this senile, corrupt, filthy old man, this loser of a human being, gives a speech yesterday after he got 13 Americans killed, countless Afghans, and basically destroyed the credibility of the United States military in the country. It's going to take years to rebuild this. This man, this chump in the White House, actually takes a victory lap yesterday. What did I tell you? I warned you. I wished I was wrong. Joe Biden goes out and gives a speech yesterday. You may have heard pieces of it. Here's the most disgusting part where the airlift gaslighting begins. How's the narrative going to change over the coming weeks? The media is going to help. Again, any other president, the quid pro quo, the failure on the ground, the surrender to the Taliban, the tens of billions of dollars of equipment left behind, any other president would be impeached automatic, automatically, would have been like, we have to get rid of this guy now. Even, even uh, if, if this was a Republican president would have done this, even Republicans would have been calling for impeachment. But I warned you, the media will do this short-term thing where they hit the guy really hard because there's no political penalty right now. It's not an election until 2022. And over the coming weeks, you're going to see the transition from the failed surrender to the Taliban. The surrender, that's what Joe Biden did. He surrendered to the Taliban. The failed surrender to the successful airlift. Here, Joe Biden started it again yesterday. Check this out. This night in Kabul, the United States ended 20 years of war in Afghanistan. The longest war in American history. We completed one of the biggest airlifts in history with more than 120,000 people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravely, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats and intelligence professionals. You believe this guy? Do you believe this man? This corrupt, senile shell of a human being. He doesn't have an ounce of dignity in his broken, grotesque soul. He is actually taking a victory lap for this. Now, Here's how the narrative's going to change. Again, I, I wish I was wrong once in a while on this, but the media is so predictable. It's impossible to be wrong. They're predictable like school kids if you put a piece of chocolate in front of them and say, don't eat it, and you leave the room. Mm? It's so they're, so, they're like immature little third graders. Well, here's what's going to happen. Number one, you're going to see the media start to take, take and run with the Joe Biden narrative now. Successful airlift, folks never mentioning why we had to evacuate the city because of Joe Biden's disastrous tactical decisions, evacuating Bagram being a uh, bring primary airlift. Number one, narrative. Number two, Joe Biden is taking credit right now for what other nations did. That airlift was not only the United States. I don't know if you've heard this, but I'm getting from sources, a number of sources that the number he keeps citing for the amount of people evacuated from Kabul is not specifically only United States airlift operations, but other countries. Well, how is he taking credit from people we didn't airlift out? Well, from what I'm hearing, because we secured the airport, our military bravely did, and 13 of our service members lost their lives heroically trying to secure that airport. But because we secured it, if you got on a plane from any country, anywhere, we took credit for it. That doesn't diminish the operations of our U.S. military at all. What they did was brave, trying to accommodate Joe Biden's tactical failure. That doesn't diminish their accomplishments at all. But don't you think it's slightly dishonest to try and score a political point with the media who won't ask any questions? And I'll say, yeah, we evacuated hundreds of thousands of people. Meanwhile, we didn't. It was other countries that did a lot of that. How do you think that makes these other countries feel that Joe Biden is taking credit for their evacuation? How do you think that makes them feel? Where are the fact checkers on that? You suck. That's where the fact checkers are. You're garbage. You are garbage. There are no bigger propagandist loser communists than you, even big tech, because they even rely on you. Where are the fact checkers? The Pointer Institute, Politifarce, that loser at the Washington Post, Kessler. Where are they? 
Where are you? Are you not fact-checking these evacuation numbers? Of course not. You're pieces of garbage. You're pieces of garbage. You're propaganda machines to ensure that the republic is destroyed and you're doing it. So they'll take credit for the airlift. They're taking credit for other nations' evacuations. And soon, watch, here's the third part of the transition in the media narrative. Just ink the date, folks. September 1st, Wednesday. Ink the date. Go back to the show and listen in just the couple next coming weeks when you see this happen. It'll be, in the, you saw Biden kind of refer to it there. The third part of the narrative will be, if you dare criticize the surrender to the Taliban, it'll be, are you insulting our military? Our military, the heroes that died in this evacuation? We're, we're, we're insulting the people who are trying to defend military and diplomat lives against Joe Biden's deadly plan that got 13 of our servicemen killed. We're the ones attacking the military? Wait, you better take that and seriously reevaluate that before you really start to piss people off. I'm guaranteed that is going to be the Democrat talking head talking point going forward. You criticize the, the execution of the surrender to the Taliban by Joe Biden, the surrender of Bagram, one of the most disastrous tactical decisions in human history. Watch, Vic, you're insulting the military. They acted heroically. We're insulting the military you put in danger. The military, you got 13 of our service members killed in. We're doing that? Watch. Don't insult the military. That's coming soon, too. One more component. It kind of encompasses all, but you saw the three. The airlift, taking credit for the other nation's airlift, and don't insult the military. Another part is they will continue to inflate, conflate the withdrawal decision which many people on both sides of the aisle agreed with, with the execution of the withdrawal. Here, even James Antle picked up at it, picked up on it, the Washington Examiner today. Joe Biden relies on the popularity of the Afghan withdrawal, Afghanistan withdrawal, to overshadow the execution of the withdrawal. This article will be in my newsletter today if you want to check it out. Folks, I can't use this analogy enough for the dopey Democrats trying to pump this down our soup coolers and gullets here. Oh, everybody agrees we have the withdrawal. No kidding. We're not talking about the withdrawal. We're talking about the execution. When you open a bank account, correct? You're allowed to withdraw money. Are you allowed to rob the bank? The execution of how you withdraw money matters, correct, folks? You have banking hours. You have to sign a withdrawal slip. You don't get to walk into the bank with a firearm and demand money at 6 o'clock at night as the workers live. Just correct. It's, they're all withdrawals, right? Where you're withdrawing money. Am I, am I wrong? What part of that is wrong? None. You are withdrawing money. How you withdraw the money is what matters. Biden's hoping to conflate the two because, again, Biden thinks you're stupid, and so do the people around him. Don't let it happen, folks. Do not let it happen. Some Democrats are speaking out about this, and the GOP put this ad out. It's a, it's a long, about two minutes. I'm only going to play about uh, 50 seconds of it. Democrats are speaking out about Biden, though, and attacking him now. I promise you, too. I'm sorry to have to inform you. I'd be saying, oh, great. Democrats are coming around. They're admitting Joe Biden is a sucker and a failure. I get it. I promise you, and I hope I'm wrong. Just give it a couple weeks. The Democrat story will change completely. They will focus on what I just told you. They will start focusing on the successful airlift. 100,000 people. Don't you dare attack the military. This is only happening now because the Democrats think, oh, we got to say a little bit of something now, but we'll let it go in a week. Here, here's an ad the GOP put out about Democrats attacking Joe Biden. This will change soon, I promise you. Check it out. It has created a global crisis, quite frankly. You cannot defend the execution here. This has been a disaster. Well, they clearly were caught off guard by the events of the last 72 hours. How his decision was made to withdraw, but then its execution. Uh, which has been so far catastrophic. Our national security is threatened. This is uh, a Dunkirk moment or perhaps a Saigon moment. This tragedy was completely preventable. Nobody wants the Saigon image, and obviously we ended up with another Saigon image. It's kind of like the Dunkirk evacuation. We do have to regard the recent turn of events as creating a real risk uh, of, of another terrorist organization, whether it's ISIS-K, Al-Qaeda, uh, trying to reestablish a foothold in Afghanistan. It's a really rough time. It didn't need to be this way. The fact that there was little to no 
real planning done. I'm left with some grave question in my mind about his ability, speaking about the president, to lead our nation as commander in chief, to have read this so wrong, or even worse, to have understood what was likely to happen and not care. Folks, this has nothing to do with any of the Democrats featured there, Panetta, John Brennan. Brennan has no dignity at all. This has nothing to do with them trying to do the right thing. Okay, please put that out of your mind. So, Dan, what does it, you know, what, what, what is central to this? These people are trying to preserve their reputations. They want to be on the record. They know this media, this digital media, that what we just played will last forever. And they want to be on the record so they can still collect paychecks down the road from consulting companies that when history judges this as the, one of the worst American military debacles by a commander in chief in human history, they want to be able to say, hey, look what I said in public. This guy's an idiot. I promise you. I promise you in a couple of weeks, all this stuff will stop. They will be back to celebrating Biden. They only needed one soundbite to say they were on the right side of it. I've seen it. Listen, I've been in this talking head business a long time. I know exactly how it works. It's filled with a lot of bad actors. I wish it weren't the case. It's also filled with a lot of good, dignified people. It is. But there are a lot of bad actors. They are simply putting a soundbite out there. So later on, when the history books write about this, the worst failure tactical failure by a commander-in-chief in history. They can say, hey, here's my video on ScrewTube where I said, oh, Biden was wrong. Uh, Biden was wrong. Everybody does that, oh, Biden thing, right? I do it all the time. Can't, I can't distinguish between the two anymore, except Biden's worse. That's the, uh, trust me when I tell you, that's the only reason they're doing this. They don't even believe it. Actually, you know what? They do believe it. They just want to cover for Biden, and they will. They'll start covering for Biden in a couple of weeks. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. On the other side, I want to get back to a video by Ron Klain, uh, Biden's, uh, Biden's Sherpa here. Uh, he listens to everything Ron Klain says. Ron Klain's a political hack of the highest orders, claiming, ah, you know what? Don't worry, folks. This was all inevitable, and we did the best we could. The guy's, the guy's a moron. And I got the, of course, I told you on my radio show yesterday, Republicans pounce. Uh, you knew that was going to happen. And it has. It's here. Will you? Hey, we are... Uh, you only knew it was a matter of time, right? I mean, seriously. Yeah, Republicans, but you have to switch the story to Republican response. We're proud to welcome a new sponsor to the show. They've been with us for a couple of weeks now. We are proud to be supported by Grand Canyon University, an affordable Christian university, one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the entire country. It's located in sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Grand Canyon University is ranked top 20 for best college campuses in America and offers over 275 engaging academic programs with over 240 online. You know, I read this a spot, was it a couple weeks ago, and uh, I got a ton of feedback from parents and students who love the school. So, uh, cool. Thank you. You got it too, right? Yeah, people love it. Folks, listen, I'm not spitting your wheel. I'm not here to do any of that, right? Grand Canyon University integrates the free market system with a welcoming Christian worldview perspective into its academic programs. So you can put your faith into action and help transform communities. In 2020, GCU students received over $290 million in scholarships, with many attending GCU for less than the cost of a state university. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. How do you learn more about it? Go to gcu.edu slash myoffer to see what scholarships you qualify for. That's GCU dot edu slash my offer to see what scholarships you qualify for check them out today a lot of great feedback we appreciate it so again here's ron Klain. uh ron Klain is joe biden ron Klain is is joe biden's surrogate brain joe biden of course doesn't sadly doesn't have a functioning uh cerebral cortex himself the man is collapsing in live time when he's not corrupt he's just being ignorant when he's not ignorant he's just being corrupt so he relies on ron Klain. Here's Ron Klain with the next talking point that, ah, don't worry, folks, this was all inevitable, this collapse. This is just disgusting. Check this out. Any effort to unwind that, any effort to bring our troops out, any effort to end our military presence yes. in Afghanistan was going to be filled with uh, heartbreaking scenes and difficulties. And I think uh, the Biden administration has managed that as well as it could be managed under the circumstances we were placed in. So don't, don't worry, folks, this was going to happen <laughs> no matter what. This was going to happen. Joe, don't worry. No matter what happened, we managed to. There was no other alternative than to abandon Bagram Air Base in the middle of the night, shut off the electricity, 
Stop offering close air support for the Afghan military, at least until you could have gotten most of your critical people out of the embassy in Kabul. None of that stuff mattered. None of it mattered at all. It was all inevitable. Joe Biden could have made and couldn't have made any alternate decision making chain whatsoever. It was all inevitable. Exactly right. He said extraordinary success. This was extraordinary. No accountability, no responsibility. Let's go back to Solzhenitsyn. They lie. We know they lie. They know we know they lie. We know they know we know they lie. And they don't care. Ron Klain doesn't care. Ron Klain is like double-barreled, family-friendly middle finger. I don't care about what you idiots think. That's Ron Klain right now. That's how little respect these losers in the White House have for you. Folks, even the Wall Street Journal lost their mind. I didn't put it in the show today. Have a, the Wall Street Journal is a center-right outlet. They're, on the I think, on the wrong side of quite a few issues, but I enjoy their op-ed column. I do. We don't have to agree on everything. I mean, it is a constitutional republic. But the Journal is center-right. They hated Donald Trump. They just did. But they have a really fascinating op-ed today where they just blow up at Joe Biden on Afghanistan. Like, this guy's a total liar. He's lying about everything. Everything. Everything on Afghanistan. You know, I said yesterday during the radio show to uh, producer Jim on the radio show, I said, Jim, it's only a matter of time before the Republicans pound stories turn up on Afghanistan. The story's not no longer about Biden's abysmal failure. Look at this video. Taliban all decked out in our gear again. Still going. Gear, weapons, helos. Check this out. What a deal. My gosh. So I, you know what the Republicans pound stories are? I hate to keep explaining it, but you got it. Once you recognize it, you'll never unsee it. When the Democrats fail, like Joe Biden did, he got people killed in Afghanistan because he's a feckless loser. They don't want to focus on that story. So they'll start to transition away from Biden's failures to stories about how the Republicans are pouncing, seizing, wielding, weaponizing the story. In other words, the story becomes not about the Democrats' failure, but the Republicans' response to the Democrats' failure. You get it? I'm sorry to keep explaining it, but it's important. Because once you see these stories, you will learn to dissect the media and their, their third-grade level of intellect because they're so predictable. They do it every time. I said yesterday, what's it? do you have the stinger? Yeah, yeah, let's play the Republicans' pounce stinger. What the hell? <laughs> we haven't played that in a while. Republicans pounce. Here it is, folks. NBC News. You always count on them. Republicans are wielding the issue as a political weapon against Biden in the hope that it will damage the Democrat Party and help them recapture control of Congress next fall. But will Afghanistan matter to voters? Experts doubt it. So predictable. Disgusting media in this country. Just, just, that being the, 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 the filth that occupies our media. We lose 13 of our heroic service members. We watch a country fall because this feckless loser makes a series of suicidal decisions. And what's the media story about? Those dastardly Republicans trying to pounce on this. Once you see it, you'll never unsee it. It happens all the time. It's gross. All right, I got to... Uh, I want to move on because there is a lot going on. And I know the Afghanistan story is obviously tragic and requires our constant diligence and attention. And we will not be letting it go. I got some more coming up on it later. But there is other things going on. Uh, you know, the reason I opened up the show with Solzhenitsyn about lies, they lie, we know they lie. You've heard it a few times during the show. Is how, again, Democrats' entire lives are a lie. They don't, they, they, they're not interested in science, facts, or data. Democrats' lives are a lie. They wake up every morning. They lie to their kids. Some of them hurt their kids. Don't even do um, any kind of long-term analysis of the effect of a mask on their kids. They are literally could be hurting their kids by sticking a mask on their face. They have no idea what the long-term effects are. And they do it anyway because their entire lives are a lie. They are the angriest people you have ever seen in your life. The angry, they are so angry all the time. I read my emails, the death threats, they're just the nastiness that comes through. This is who the Democrats have become. They're mass cult now. And the reason, make no mistake, the only reason the Democrats are a mass cult is because Donald Trump initially expressed some skepticism about how effective masks were. So, of course, the Democrats, because they hated Trump, had to take the opposite position. It was said often in the Donald Trump era 
and, and don't laugh because it's not even a joke, that if Donald Trump had discovered personally a cure for cancer, Democrats would, would, would fight for cancer. They'd be like, no, no, we need cancer. There are doctors making money off cancer. The healthcare system is going to collapse. You, I, 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 that's, tr that's not even a joke. Donald Trump questioned the efficacy of masks. And the Democrats are like, masks are the greatest thing ever. Forget about everything else. Masks, it takes up all their time. It is a cult of people. I'm going to get into this study in a second about showing you how people are willing to sacrifice all their credibility on the altar of lies just because it's a cult. It's a religion. Let me get to my, uh, my uh, third sponsor so I can get through this uh, next. I appreciate your patience. Our sponsors are here to talk to you. So thank you very much. Joe's favorite sponsor, as always, Rock Auto. All right. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com. Their prices are the same for everyone, including producer Joe, and they're reliably low. He doesn't get a different price than me. It's the same. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everyone. It doesn't require a membership or any kind of a fancy account login, none of that stuff. You just go to RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com. Family business serving customers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. Carpet, tail lamps, brakes, rotors, whatever you need. And whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, comes right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique, remarkably easy to navigate. Listen, Joe and I are not Stephen Hawking. We're both pretty bright guys. We work really hard, but we figured out the catalog like that. Is all the parts you can get quickly available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, specifications, prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts. That's just crazy. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Just do us one small favor. There is a how did you hear about us box on their website. Just write Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in there so we know uh, they know we sent you. We appreciate that. They have an amazing selection. Terrific, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com, RockAuto.com. All right, so uh, back to the mask cult. And folks, again, I, I can't say this enough because it's important. I am not anti-mask. If you choose to wear a mask because you agree, you think it gives you some degree of security or safety. I, I'm not. I, I believe in freedom and liberty. I, I'm not here to you know uh, it, 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 to call you out. I. I think the mask may have some mild efficacy on the transmission front from you if you're spewing uh, things everywhere. But I'm also concerned about the mask, mask's potential to break up droplets if you're sneezing and infectious and aerosolizing, making the droplets smaller, aerosolizing the droplets. Why am I concerned about that? I had this conversation with a media guy I've been interviewing with. Because, folks, I believe in science. And I find it quite odd that the Moneyball theory doesn't apply here. If masks work, why aren't they working? Now, again, I'm sure we'll be banned by YouTube for putting this science out there. But, you know, what? let's go to the blaze first, if you don't mind, because then we'll do it in reverse. There's new science on masks. I'm sure ScrewTube and the communists at Fakebook and, you know, all these other you know, tech tyrants, I'm sure they'll ban us for discussing the science. Because they are communists, that's what they do. They hate the truth, they hate facts, and they hate you, and they hate America and everything we stand for because they're losers. Article in the Blaze. Please go to my newsletter and print this up. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please give this to your school boards and demand an answer. So there's a new study out there, folks. Finds that mask mandates have, quote, no substantial effect on slowing the COVID-19 spread. You know, science here from the piece. Science. I thought we were doing science. We are. The left, of course, doesn't. They, they believe in religion. I mean, false God religion. The golden kid. They worship the mask. Producer Jim's listening right now. The rage probably laughing because he knows this mask story infuriates me for so many reasons. I just can't believe we live in this vortex of stupid where people are so obsessed about this piece of cloth on your face. It's stunning. It's really genuinely to me stunning. Nothing to do with the mask. You want to wear a mask? Go right ahead. Knock yourself out. Here's what the study said, you know, for liberals who believe in science. It appears that mask mandates and typical mask use among the public have no substantial effect on COVID-19 growth, the researchers said. Early in the pandemic, there was an association between lower infection rates and mask mandates in use. Oh, however, this association disappeared 
when transmission levels rose despite increased mask use in the fall and winter. While growth rates did decline in states after mask mandates became effective, rates declined to a similar degree in states without mask mandates, he added. Listen, I understand. You may say, why are you putting this on the show, Dan? Because the reasonable people already know that the cult on the left about masks is a cult. It's a religious cult. It doesn't matter what you tell them. Tell them their golden calf is just a piece of gold and the calf is not a god. It doesn't matter. The mask is their god. I get it. The reason I'm putting this out there is so you know you are on the right side of facts and data all the time and you do not believe in religious fanaticism. Maybe one or two of your reasonable friends will get the hint if they look at this. However. Sanjay Gupta, who uh, long forfeited his reputation a long time ago, was on CNN the other day. And Sanjay Gupta doesn't seem to know anything about any of this data. Um, Or if he does, he's spinning it. Because, again, it is a cult on the left. Here's Gupta suggesting that, yeah, the models. Notice he doesn't cite the actual real-world data. This University of Louisville study in the blaze, that's real-world data. Mask mandates have had, quote, No substantial impact on COVID transmission. That's the real world. Gupta, because again, it's a cult, needs you to believe this is still real. So he says, listen, the models we've seen, like computer models, they say they work. It doesn't matter in the real world, they don't work. Sanjay Gupta wants you to believe in the models. Check this out. They're basically saying, okay, when we put this all together, what does the modeling show? If you do nothing at all, they say about 75% of students will be exposed to this virus and get these infections. So that, that's, that's really significant, obviously concerning. If you start to layer in these strategies, that's when they say that uh, 24 to 50% with universal masking will still be exposed. It's not perfect, it makes a difference. If you add in testing as well, you take it down to as low as maybe 13% exposures. So what they're saying is that there's not enough data now, not randomized trials of masking, but enough data where you say, hey, here's districts that masked, here's districts that didn't mask, Here's ones that also tested. When we put it all together, we see how much of a reduction they can get in overall infection rates. It's a model. That's, that's what this is. But it's, but it's based on a lot of data, not only from the United States, but around the world. This is hilarious. This is absolutely hilarious that this guy, claiming to be some scientific authority, using his position of power as a talking head, totally disregards the real-world data in favor of a model that doesn't back up the real-world data. That's, 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 think about how crazy that is. It's like you're, in a te- you're, you're building a new version of a vehicle, right? You build a test model in a lab that's one-tenth the size. The model works great, spins around the remote track at lightning speeds, has great crash effectiveness, and then you build the actual car. The car collapses the moment you build it, collapses in a crash, and doesn't go more than 30 miles an hour. It's a lot of, and you still cite the model's effectiveness actually outside of the real car. That This guy claims to be a scientist, and you wonder why this story drives me insane. Insane. It is a cult. It is a cult of people. They love this mask. It is a cult. It is a religion to them. Remember Fauci's email, by the way, to Sylvia Burwell? Fact checkers were all over this because it's Fauci's own. It's Fauci's own words, Joe. The fact checkers, I I love it. They pretended to get in Fauci's head. Uh, Fauci was dealing with a limited set of the, really? Well, we just started using masks. The last few, nobody knew anything about masks. I had surgery quite a bit. I had my tonsils out when I was 13. Guy had a mask on. I'm pretty sure we knew a lot about masks. Here's what Fauci sent to Sylvia Burwell. These are his words, by the way, his words, talking about the mask. He said it may provide some slight benefit to keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or or sneezes on you, excuse me. It's Fauci's own words. He says, but I do not recommend you wear a mask, particularly since you were going to a very low-risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical countermeasures such as diagnostics and vaccines. Folks, it is a cult. I got to move on because this story drives me absolutely insane. And I shouldn't say absolutely because absolutely is what people say. I'm just infuriated by this story. I can't take it anymore. Now, I started off the show talking about Biden's lies, the mass cult's lies. And I said that the left, it's, it's almost a religion now. Liberalism is a religion. It's a false religion. It's a false God, but it's, it's, it's not refutable. The golden calf is our God. Well, how do you know he's got it? Cause Joey said so. 
Well, has he proven the golden calf? Has it done anything godlike? No, nothing ever. It just sits there like a golden calf. You can't refute any of it. They just believe it because it is. Socialism's like that, too. It's not just the mass cult and Joe Biden's lies. I, I saw this story on social media and uh, just reminded me of the cult of leftism, how it's become a religion, immune to evidence. There was a story in Frontiers, this science news, whatever it is, by a Susanna Bergelman, July 12th. So Pop last month said just 25 megacities, 25 of them, produce 52% of the world's urban greenhouse gas emissions. So I thought to myself, this is, this is, again, just comical how leftists will tell you they're the socialists, they care about the environment. Socialism is the path forward to a more dignified human existence and a clean environment. And then you look at the list, and the list is of the 25 dirtiest cities when it comes to greenhouse gas emissions. If you believe carbon dioxide is a pollutant, it isn't. But if you believe that, do you find it odd that every single country on there is, with the exception of 17, Tokyo, it's China, 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 Russia, China, 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 Japan, China, 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 China. A little weird, right? Yeah. 25 greenhouse gas emission polluters are almost all China and Russia. One exception, Tokyo. What a coinky thing, right? Now, again, to leftists, why are the filthiest cities on planet Earth all run by socialists like the Chinese government? Because, ladies and gentlemen, the tragedy of the commons is real. What's the tragedy of the commons? In socialism, where everybody owns everything, nobody owns anything. So when everybody owns something, nobody does. Do you ever wonder how, you know, when I used to live in Severna Park, not far from where Joe is now in Maryland, beautiful neighborhood. One of the things that always disappointed me was we had a park in our neighborhood. I used to live in Stewart's Landing. Great neighborhood. Great neighbors. And I would take my daughter to the park. They had a basketball court and some swings. My daughter, Isabel, at the time, and she used to love it. And it disappointed me how poorly kept the grass was. There was all weeds all the time. And, you know, I was reading Friedman at the time, and I thought, this is a perfect example of the tragedy of the commons. Why the dirtiest places on planet Earth will always be socialist. Because everybody owned the park in Stewart's Landing. It wasn't a public park. It was ours. And therefore, nobody owned it. So nobody took any responsibility for it. And the grass was full of weeds. But, you know, I would walk home because the park was used to make a right out of my house and a left and the park was right there. So I would walk by about 20 homes before I got to the park. And the neighborhood was known for its meticulous landscaping. Everybody had these green, majestic green lawns. They had that deep color of green, you know, and you don't get that in Florida. The grass in Florida is terrible. It looks more like a weed. But the grass up there, that fescue and that Bermuda, when you get that going and it's edged right, man, I'll tell you. And I would walk home and think, so in a community full of all of these people who clearly know how to maintain meticulous lawns, not one person cares about the lawn at the park, which is a total mess. Patchy, weeds everywhere. Why? Because everybody owned a park. Therefore, nobody owned it. And nobody took responsibility. If you had turned the park over to someone and they could charge a dollar admission every day to get in, that park would be the most beautiful park around. But liberals would be like, they're keeping people out. No, you're destroying the park because nobody owns it. The tragedy of the commons, folks. But again, when you give leftists information and you say to them, don't you find it odd that the greatest environmental disasters in human history, the Pemex disaster, the Yangtze River, the Three Gorges Dam, Chernobyl, the greatest environmental disasters in human history largely happened in socialist countries because everybody owned it, so nobody owned it, so nobody cared. They don't care. They're immune to evidence. It is a cult, just like the mass cult. All right, I'm going to get to my last sponsor, and then I want to get to it. Remember yesterday I talked about the public health Trojan horse? It's back again. Digital COVID passports coming. You don't stop it now, ladies and gentlemen. Got to all have skin in the game. I'm telling you, this is only going to get worse. The beatings will continue until morale improves. National Pulse broke another story yesterday. It was called the conspiracy theory a few weeks ago. Now it's turning out, of course, to be true. Hey, we're in Omaha Steaks House. We're big eaters here. We love to eat and I love good food. You know, I've talked about steak. I'm a big lover of steak. Always love steak, especially Omaha Steaks. We eat them all the time. You can cut them with a plastic knife. We have a lot of plastic knives here because people, we, we get a lot of food from delivery, so they send a plastic. I don't like to throw the plastic out. You can cut Omaha steaks with a plastic knife. That story is like totally unrelated, <laughs> but it's true. 
Labor Day's around the corner. It's time to get ready for the last cookout of the summer. Go to omahasteaks.com and type Bongino in the search bar and shop for the deluxe grill-out assortment. assortment excuse me. It includes over 30 entrees like the bacon-wrapped filet mignons, filet mignon burgers, boneless pork chops, gourmet jumbo franks, sides, desserts, and more. Plus, you'll save over 50% and get 12 free, incredibly delicious, juicy burgers. They're basically a steak between buns. Toast that bun a little bit, too. Throw that Omaha burger on it. Mm. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Some Bongino family favorites include the bacon-wrapped filet mignons. Obviously, the burgers. I can't talk about them enough. And my daughter's favorite, the caramel apple tartlets. Go to omahasteaks.com. Always makes my mouth water. Enter keyword Bongino and save over 50% when you order the deluxe grill-out assortment today. Don't wait. Plus, get 12 free Omaha Steaks burgers and enjoy the last cookout of the summer. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword Bongino today. Food is good, man. I know. Now Guy's getting hungry, too. I know. That's the, we, we love the company, but that's the only problem with reading that ad at 1023. So I get hungry, and then I want to eat immediately. Okay. Remember the public health Trojan horse? We talk, if, you did, if you missed yesterday's show, the opening, please, I am begging you, imploring you, please watch at a minimum the beginning of yesterday's podcast. Watch or listen, wherever you get your podcasts, Rumble, wherever you do it. I don't care. But the beginning really matters. I told you and warned you a long time ago that the Democrats were feeling you out. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, closing your business. That they f- they've been trying to take your freedom away for a long time. They're control freaks. Joe, what have we been saying since we started the show? It's about mm-hmm. control. control. It's always been about control. Yep. Central planners and socialists, all they care about is control. Taking away individual liberty. Your freedom is zero sum. Decisions the government makes for you, you can't make for yourself. If they spend your money, you can't spend it. If they tell your kids we'll go to school, where to go to school, you can't. If they tell you where you can go to the doctor, you can't. Freedom is zero sum. You take away individual freedom, you give it to the government. Central planners and socialists crave control. That's all they want. And what they'll always try is they'll always try to use a crisis to find a way to go in and rip your heart out and take control away from you and give it to the government. COVID was a gift to them for control because outside of the conservative movement, there was very little pushback. They, they stole your property from landlords. They stole your business. They demanded you put a, a, a face diaper over your face. They're demanding you get a vaccine and it's only going to get worse. You must, must stop it now. Public health is their new talking point. Here's the next one. Digital COVID passports coming next. National Pulse, great artist, uh, I think Raheem Kassam's site, who does, uh, they do good work over there. The WHO issues guidance on digital COVID certificates. It was called a conspiracy theory by the media, right? I'm sure the fact checkers were in on that too, because they are the communists. The fact checkers are the worst. The fact checkers are the ones that destroy our ability to get the truth to you because they block it because they are communist losers. They called it a conspiracy theory, digital COVID passports yet. Now the national pulse found this WHO paper and they found that, yeah, they're proposing it. They're called DDCCs, digital something, uh, COVID certificates. And in the report, the WHO talks about how to keep these digital records. And then it says how, that they can document vaccine status for purposes not related to healthcare. Not re- Why would you want vaccine status? Need to know someone's vaccine status digitally, not related to healthcare. Well, university education, travel, survey participation. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I am desperate to be wrong just one time on this. Because all I care about is liberty not being right. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. I'm not messing around. I warned you. They're poking you and they're prodding you. And a lot of you out there, some still on the moderate, not the conservatives who listen, but some of the moderate folks are saying, if I just don't answer the door, this fight won't come to my door. Folks, your door's going to get kicked in soon. You can't avoid this fight forever. Digital passports coming next. How's it going to feel if they implement this and you're not allowed to travel? Your kid's not allowed on a college campus? Some of that's already happening right now. 
See that story about Amherst, that ridiculous restrictions Amherst College put out there? Embarrassing. Some of this is happening right now. This has nothing to do with disease prevention and everything to do with control. Public health is the vehicle to do it. They are always looking for a Trojan horse. All right. I had to make my notebooks bigger. I used to have the small notebooks, but we're going through so much material these days. Look at that beefy one right there. A little bit of good news here. I don't want to leave you with it, uh, you know, even on a Wednesday with a litany of bad news stories. Folks, get your kids out of public schools as soon as you can. Did you see the Project Veritas video? I'll play that in a second. Uh, public schools are, have been and are right now a disaster. Jason Riley wrote a long time ago in the Wall Street Journal, if there are 20,000 public high schools in the country, just 2,000 of them produce half the dropouts. Just 2,000 of those 20,000. If you're black, you have a 50% chance of sending your kid to one of those failure factories. The public schools in this country are a disaster. They are solely indoctrination factories for political activism. They are not teaching your kids a damn thing. There are a very small sliver of public schools in wealthy, largely white neighborhoods that are doing, uh, doing good work in education. Outside of that, the public schools have become nothing more than indoctrination factories. Please get your kids out as soon as you can. A bit of good news, just the news. Bethany Blankley, story will be in my newsletter. Homeschooled children increased from 13,000 in 1973 to 5 million in 2020, report finds. Those are 5 million souls that will be saved from this ever-growing disaster in our public school system. Folks, they have become nothing more than indoctrination factories for the mass cult and others. It's a disgrace. Want to see how bad it's getting in the public schools? Project Veritas did an undercover video and caught this man on tape. Yeah, uh, the allegations are is that he's a public school teacher. I want you to listen to what he said, the purpose of the public school, his public school classroom, what he sees his purpose as. Notice how he focuses almost exclusively on activism, and you barely hear a word about reading, writing, arithmetic, or anything like that. Check this out. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the out of them? Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, so that, yeah, when when there is like right-wing rallies and stuff, then we like, we'll create an opposition to that. Yeah. Beautiful. Where would he go to connect to some of these organizations? Like, no, I, I post a calendar oh, every okay, week. Awesome. And then, so like, they, it's and I do it for extra credit. So they get points for doing it. Like, and so that encourages them to do it. <laughs> and I've, I've had like students show up for like protests, community events, you know, tabling, food distribution, all sorts of, sorts of things. They, when they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection, that's their extra credit. Like I, I have an Antifa flag on my, on my wall. Um, and a student complained about that, and he said it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to tell you. There you go. Get your kids out of public schools as soon as you can. Fight for charter schools in your neighborhood. The waiting list for the charter school in my neighborhood has grown geometrically because parents can't take it anymore. Get your kids out of these schools as soon as you can. Remember what Yuri Bezmanov said, the KGB defector we play on the show often. It is a 20-year indoctrination process that happens in the schools that will lead to the destruction of a republic like a cancer from the inside out. However, the rebuilding process can happen too. It'll take about the same 20 years. But it's never going to happen when you subject yourself to the same nonsense kids have been subjected to for the last few decades. All right, moving on. So, uh... I've been warning you about the communists at Facebook, too. Um, Fakebook is looking to destroy and silence political speech. They do it in conjunction with communist fact checkers, some of the dumbest people on planet Earth, the fact checkers whose sole purpose is to advance totalitarianism in this country. Folks, I'm not exaggerating either. If you don't see it, I'm really sorry. I know many of you do watch the show. This is exactly what they're doing. Socialists throughout human history have used the exact same battle plan as big tech and the liberal socialists in our government are doing now. There's nothing different. Nothing. Silencing political speech is the first step. Indoctrination, do it at the same time. I just covered the indoctrination. They can't have any kind of an ideological rebellion. They can't. Here, Forbes, Jemima McAvoy, Facebook moving to de-emphasize political content again, the report says. None of this is surprising, folks. They're communists. They're not even hiding it anymore. 
Facebook does not want you to read politics. But there's a kind of specific kind of politics. They don't, they don't care about liberal politics. Facebook doesn't want you to see, oh, my politics? Here it is right here. It says that Facebook's top 10, a Twitter account run by New York Times technology columnist Kevin Roos, documents how right-wing pundits like Ben Shapiro, Dan Bongino, and Franklin Graham gained the most engagement on their link-based posts on a near-daily basis. As documented by Forbes... Thank you, Joe. We needed that. Geese popping to attention right here. <laughs> Soviet anthem we have to play when we mention these communists. It says, as documented by Forbes, interaction on Dan Bongino's Facebook page eclipses that of mainstream news outlets like the New York Times. <laughs> Folks, I speak the truth. We've discredited the New York Times many times. Their PP hoaxes, all their other nonsense stories, and fake book can't have that. Fake book is a communist company fully committed to political speech suppression. And again, they're not even hiding it anymore. They're not even hiding it. They're just telling people now, if you, here's, by the way, you get, well, what are they doing in case you want to know? They're making sure now any interaction you have with Facebook on my page, likes, shares, that that's not factored into the algorithm as much anymore. So if you want to see my stuff on Facebook, you're going to have to go to the page directly, probably in the near future. You're going to have to go to my Facebook page directly. You're not going to see it because they're doing everything they can to suppress my content and political speech. It's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah, right, isn't it? I mean, a lot, a lot of people know that we destroy the New York Times on Facebook. They don't. <laughs> now you know. It's because people know that the New York Times is BS and they know my page isn't. Hey, here's just a quick end to today's show. I'll discuss this more on the radio show later today. I got Cash Patel coming up as a guest who's always great. Former uh, chief of staff, Pentagon chief of staff for uh, Donald Trump. Math wins, folks. Math always wins. Bongino.com by Matt Palumbo. U.S. budget deficit, the top $3 trillion this year as Biden plans more new spending. Remember that article in the... Uh, Wall Street Journal yesterday, if we confiscated every single dollar from every billionaire, the 724 billionaires in the country right now, how much money would you have? If you confiscated every asset they have, 4.4 trillion, you would barely cover the deficit for this year. And that doesn't even include some of the new spending. Go ahead, confiscate it all. Watch what happens. Here's another one, Wall Street Journal article. Math wins. Been warning you about Social Security forever. Social Security costs expected to exceed total income in 2021 as COVID-19 takes a financial toll. Folks, listen, I put this up. I'm always hesitant to discuss this. Why? Joe knows why. Every time I bring this up that Social Security is going bankrupt, I get probably a thousand emails yeah. from people who say, Dad, I put money in. I'm not, listen, please, I'm begging you before you send the email, please, as you're typing email, stop, stop, put the phone down, put the phone down, back away from the computer. I get it. I get it. I'm not challenging that you put money in. I put money in too. I'm 46. I'm not young. I'm not telling you you didn't put money in. I'm telling you there's no money left. Whether you agree with that or not is not my issue. Here, Wall Street Journal. The Social Security trustees are not even partisan. Said Social Security will be able to pay full benefits only until 2033. Now a year earlier than last year, where it was going to be 2034. After that, the program would have enough income to pay about 76% of scheduled benefits. Unless Congress steps in to shore up the program. Folks. The program is bankrupt. It is run on the same mechanics as a Ponzi scheme. I am not telling you you did anything wrong. I'm just telling you there's no money. There's no money. The money you put in is gone. They spent it. It's not there. Well, how are you getting a Social Security check? From people like me and Gee, who pay Social Security now. Wait, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Because it is. It is a Ponzi scheme. It is a Ponzi scheme. When you invest money on your own in an investment fund, it then lends the money out to companies and others who take the money and grow it. 
they then pay you back an interest rate. That's not at all what Social Security does. Social Security pays people with other people's money. Please, I know you're going to send me an email. I get it. Here's my proposal to fix it. If you are over 55, you lived your life around the promises made by the government. I understand that. I'm not asking anyone to go broke because the government are full of buffoons. You did nothing wrong. You should be paid out of the general fund. It's coming out of the general fund anyway. People 55 or younger, though, I'm sorry. It's over. There's no money there. I'm sorry to have to break the bad news, but I'm not going to lie to you. I know I'm going to get the email. I know it. It doesn't matter how many times I tell you, I know you're right. You're still going to send me emails. I know it. Say, I paid in free. I understand. I paid into, as Russ Roberts said in Econ Talk one time, I paid into the unemployment fund for years, too. I've never claimed a dollar. I, that doesn't change the economics of it. The economics failed. However, again, before you send the email, you do deserve to be paid back. You, you built your life around it. You were made promises. I believe it's the moral and ethical thing to do, even though the economics failed. All right, Medicare is broke too, but I'll get to that uh, later. I'll get to it on the radio show. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Sorry to break the bad news, but the show's about the truth, man. And uh, it'll all turn around. We're the United States of America. I'm convinced we're reaching an inflection point. I'm serious. Things will get better. I know they will. I know it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.